and she told me her name. It starts with A. I think it was either Angelia or Angelina. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want you to give a message to my mommy. Wow, where do I even begin? Oh, I know, surprise! <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> it sounded so cringe. I don't know if I could say Happy Halloween without it sounding cringe. I'll try it for a second time. Happy Halloween! Well, that just sounded flat, didn't it? Oh well, we have a bonus episode today, just in time for Halloween. If you're new to the podcast, this is Psychicish, where I kind of document the psychic things that happen to me and work through them, try and figure out if they're all just in my head or not, and then kind of share how those abilities develop as I go with each episode. But today I won't be talking. Well, I won't be doing all the talking. I have one of our lovely OG listeners, Brit, on the phone with me. Well, not on the phone, through the screen. <laughs> And we're just going to talk to her about her own little psychic-ish experiences. I absolutely had a blast. Like, I genuinely skipped into the lounge after (laughs) I ended this call. So I'm just so excited to share it with you today. You're going to have a blast. Shall we get started? I feel like my technical difficulties took like half an hour of your time and I'm really... (laughs) I I, I was running late and then I don't know why my phone wouldn't connect to audio. That was so weird. It's okay. I feel like everything happens for a reason, you know? Like maybe... Like we don't know what that reason is, but hey, it happened. I agree. (laughs) Okay, so I have these little quick fire questions. Oh wait, no, I'll I'll say who you are first. (laughs) Unless I could play like 20 questions with the audience to see if they can guess who you are. See who the real psychics are. (laughs) Okay, so, oh my god, did you hear that? I did, what was that? No, there's just wires everywhere. I just, I just tripped over one with my, like, my hand motions. (laughs) Okay, so. I do that a lot. Yeah. So I'm here with Brett, a loyal listener of the podcast. Welcome, Brett. I think you're very, very brave. One to be like one-on-one and others just to be talking about this stuff in general. But I have a few little quickfire questions for you just so that like the listeners can get to know you and me because we don't know each other very well. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Thanks for having me. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Both, but I prefer dogs. Same. Good answer. <laughs> I was like, I'm so like slightly worried about that answer. <laughs> That's a really, you started off really hard. <laughs> when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? I think I've always wanted to be a therapist. And you're a therapist now? Yes. Oh, good on you. Tough job. What about you? I uh, Well, I work in dispute resolution, but as a kid, there were two things I wanted to be. I wanted to be a pilot or a doctor, and I'm afraid of flying and afraid of blood, so like, (laughs) those worked out. Oh my god. 
Like I remember cutting a bagel one day and nicking my finger and almost fainting at the blood. And I was like, oh, there goes that doctor dream. <laughs> So yeah, no doctor for you. No. <laughs> On to the next question. Do you like cherry flavored lollies or candy? Is that what they call it in America? Yeah, I was going to say, you probably call it something different than I do. I don't eat candy. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I find that cherry flavor awful. My boyfriend think... loves it. I find a lot of like the flavored candies like strawberry cherry like they're just not good <laughs> well they're, they're quite fake hey like they don't taste like the yeah. real thing okay like where where you're from does it taste more real uh no like it's just okay. as bad <laughs> like it's bad anyway <laughs> okay. um what's your biggest pet peeve Ooh, you know what my biggest pet peeve is people who don't reciprocate your energy interesting mm-hmm. that's big for me okay okay well you just let me know if I'm not giving enough energy for you <laughs> no you're doing great you're okay <laughs> well keep on to me about that yeah <laughs> okay and last one what is like your go-to Halloween movie to get you in the Halloween vibe every year Casper best answer ever <laughs> It's so cheesy and people when I say that they're like that's such a bad movie but I love it. It is such a good movie. I know. Tell me yours. Tell me yours. Ah, mine's like it should be Casper but it's (laughs) it's practical magic. I don't think I've seen that. You have to. I'm I'm gonna write it down right now. Yeah practical magic it's got Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman and it's like a little witchy. Okay, so I am a witch and Halloween's my favorite holiday, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, li- I'm living for it. Yeah, well then you would absolutely love this. I'll rewatch it and then we can regroup. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll debrief with you. Good, good. I like it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, so I have a question for you then. You just said that you're a witch. So does that yes. mean that, like, are there people close to you that are psychic? Like, do you know of other people that are? So I don't have anybody close to me who's like specifically psychic, Mm. but I do have friends who I think like kind of are, but don't really know it yet. Like I have one friend that I swear she can predict death. Like she just knows when people are going to die, which is super morbid, but also Mm. very cool. Yeah. And then my one really good friend who's like super into crystals, um, she does like some kinds of witchy stuff. And I, I swear there's, there's more to her than we know. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting like very um, overwhelmed because I can see your aura, and like I've never, oh I've never had that over like a screen thing. But it's like, it's so tell, like. Tell me, tell me. It's pink. It's like it's so strong that it's like kind of giving me like kind of double vision over you at the moment. Really? But no, like pink, like big love energy. Like just, it's really nice. That's so sweet. And that is so me. I do have big love energy. <laughs> oh, like it might not be your full time aura, but it's definitely like the vibe you're giving off now. So thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> so would you call yourself a psychic then? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And has it always been that way? No, I only like within maybe the last two years kind of started identifying as psychic. I've been mm-hmm. having psychic experiences my whole life. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I talked to a psychic and she was like, hey, you're psychic. That I was like, oh, cool, I am. <laughs> was that 
kind of hard to wrap your head around or did, was it more like puzzle pieces being put together? Kind of both, honestly. I still haven't fully wrapped my head around it. And like you talk a lot about how you feel like you're too normal for the psychic world, but too psychic for the normal world. And I feel that so, so much because like there are people who can do all kinds of cool shit. And then I'm just like, yeah, like I talk to spirits and predict the future. Like, um, it's definitely hard to wrap my head around and even like saying it out loud now, being like, I'm psychic feels super weird. It's, it's, it, I feel like it's very, it's quite confronting. You, you're very vulnerable to say it and like very open for judgment, I feel. Yes, I like, as soon as I tell people I'm psychic, I just kind of stand back and like wait for their reaction. And it's hard because it's a little bit of a gamble. You don't know how they're going to take it. I know, I know. Because people are either going to be like all for it and they're going to be like, oh, that's amazing, good for you. Or they're going to be like, you need to be institutionalized. Exactly. <laughs> like there's no in between. <laughs> no. I feel like though, like at least what I've found recently is some of the people that I've told that I expected to judge me haven't. And those okay. moments are really nice. I don't know. It just reminds you to like continue to think the best of people. Yeah. It's quite nice. So you said that you're psychic, you see spirits, you predict the future. How would you like describe how being psychic is for you? Yeah. So predicting the future, I forget there's a word for that. Um, but I, I do a lot of that. I have kind of my whole life. And then in terms of like relating with spirits, I have a lot of clairsentience. So I feel, mm-hmm. um, but then I also have clear audience. So I talk to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see them, but like I have really, really strong boundaries with spirits because I get yes. freaked out if I see too much. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my communication comes through feeling and mm. like vibes like I know that sounds so general but like you get vibes no I I understand I get you <laughs> yeah I bet you do <laughs> <laughs> so when was like do you remember the first time you had an experience or like the first time you predicted the future because like I've never predicted the future by one time and it was so small like it wasn't anything amazing what comes to mind for you My predictions are also usually really small, but I can remember my first psychic experience. I was three and my grandparents took my sister and I, I think we were going to just some amusement park or something, but we were going out for dinner before we went and we sat down in the restaurant and we got our waters and I turned to my Nana and I said, we have to leave. And my Nana was like, why do we have to leave? And I said, we we just can't be here. And I just had this terrible feeling that something was just so, so wrong. And so we did, like we got up and left. And I remember my sister at the time, because we were so little, she was like, you just wanted to go to McDonald's. Nothing was actually wrong. (laughs) Also fair. Who wouldn't? (laughs) But that, like looking back on that now, that was for sure my first psychic experience. And there was definitely some bad energy in that restaurant. That is crazy and good on you for trusting that feeling as well you know it's it's honestly crazy to look back and think that I as a three-year-old knew that like you know when we're younger we have a lot less limitations Mm. I think because we growing up in society we learn limitations and we learn to not believe in spirituality but like as a kid you know if a kid says something's up something is up yeah a hundred percent and I think it's I think it's difficult for adults to sometimes take children seriously. So, like, props to your grandma for listening to you and leaving. 
even to this day, like my, my Nana definitely doesn't believe in all of the stuff that I do, but even to this day, like I actually spoke with her parents, her passed away parents the one day. And I told her about it because like, I just, I was like, I was really iffy about telling her about it, but I did. And she was very supportive of it. She was like, tell me what it was like. I'm really jealous. Like I'm, I'm very fortunate to have people in my life that for the most part support me. How did, like, how do you go about saying that, like, you're, like, your parents that in touch with me, how do you even start that conversation? So, I texted her, and I was just, like, I thought I remembered one time her saying that she had seen one of them. Mm. And so, I texted her, and I asked, I said, hey, was there one time, like, you saw your mom after she passed away? And she was like, yes, I did. Why? And I was like, well... This might come across as a little weird, but I was talking to grandma and grandpa today. <laughs> and she was just so curious. She was like, what did they say? Like, how did they come to you? What you, what were you doing? Like, she was just very curious about it. I think it's so cool. And there's been a couple experiences where I've actually shared messages with people that like spirits have shared with me. And so far people have been receptive. So that's good. I try. It's so hard. And I remember listening to your one episode about the person that like accidentally text you and oh, you yeah. like you didn't know whether or not to pass on the message. That's how I feel every time. I'm like, do I pass on the message? Don't I? It's so hard to know because I feel like when the message comes through, it feels so all-encompassing, so important at that moment. But then it's like, in my eyes anyway, it's like you need to put them in their experience first. You don't want to give them this information that might turn their life upside down. I don't know, it feels almost like a betrayal to know that little bit of information and not share it. But then it's, it's, I find it so hard to balance. I'm still struggling with that like daily. It is. It's such a tricky balance. And I remember like sharing something with uh, my sister-in-law and I kind of just texted her and I said, Hey, like, I want to talk about something, but it's going to be kind of hard to hear and I want to know that you're okay hearing it yeah um that's kind of how I led into my conversation with her Mm. well I think what helps a lot of the time in learning how to approach these conversations is with people that you're close with like people that trust you know you're coming from a place of love um I feel like they'll be able to sense your energy and know that it's just out of love or protection you know I think so. Yeah. I think I would definitely have a harder time if I was like telling a stranger, mm-hmm. um, like for example, uh, okay. I'll tell you about a thing that I do. Okay. Okay. Tell me. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like after I do my own meditation and I talk to my own spirit guides, mm-hmm. sometimes I, I do what I call like open mic night. Okay. <laughs> and this is where I like, and this is where I start to sound like a crazy person, but, um, not at, well, not to me, <laughs> <laughs> you get it, <laughs> but like, basically I like open up the floor for any spirits who are around if they want to like come through and connect. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously like I do certain things to protect myself and my energy before I do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I did, I did my open mic night the one night and these twin three day old babies came to me and they wanted me to pass a message along to their mom. They wanted their mom to know that they were okay. But I asked them if I knew their mom and they said they didn't know if I knew their mom. Yeah. And so I don't personally know anyone who's recently lost twins, but now I know that if I run into a stranger who says they've lost twins within the last like week, I'm going to have to share that message. And I'm like, 
how do I go about that? Like I have shivers. I like the feeling I get is that it might not even be sometime soon that you run into them. It might be for years to come, you know, and you'll meet someone yeah. and they'd lost twins at a really young age and you'd just be like, Okay, I've had this experience and it will just feel right at the time. Yeah. I don't know, that's just the feeling I'm getting. I trust that. I, I would I believe that, yeah. It's interesting because I've had a few babies come through to me, but it's a really new experience. Like, I don't think I've talked about it yet. It's bizarre how much information they can give when they're just babies. I'm like, you wouldn't be able to talk to me if you were born (laughs) or, you know, like if you were still here, you wouldn't be able to talk to me. But here you are, this little baby sharing all this information. It's incredible. Like, I, I totally, I'm like you, like I gaslight myself into thinking it's not real. Yeah. Um, but like, it's honestly incredible. Like for, like I've had young, young children, like a year old, three days old come to me and they can give you so much. And it's like, how are you doing this right now? It's so cool. I hope in time, like we'll understand it a little bit more, but at the moment they kind of seem to be my favorite experiences. Cause I feel yeah. like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like the kind of mother energy I have. Like I'm not a mum, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad those babies have come through to me. Like I'll give them all the love I can. And yeah. most of the time, they're the spirits that are all good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm getting a notification that this is going to end in 10 minutes. I just saw that. What um, do we do? <laughs> it's okay. I'll just start a new one after. <laughs> Unless you want to go in 10 minutes because that would be fine. <laughs> No, I've got lots of time. Okay, good. I'm like, we're just scratching the surface. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know I'm what? Zoom. <laughs> Do you know what I'm interested in? And what? I don't know where the ethical line is for you, but I think it's so reassuring that you're a therapist and that you experience this stuff. Cause like I would want anyone that experiences these kinds of things to be able to talk to a therapist that understands it and doesn't judge. And I feel like you're a rarity. Thank you. Yeah. And you know what? I I can't say I've really ever talked to a therapist who's been like super on board with it. Usually mm-hmm. they just kind of go, oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I've definitely had people communicate with me about their psychic experiences and stuff. And it's, it's really a cool experience for me because I get to, you know, self-disclosure, share a little bit about my experience and just be super open about it. Because a lot of the time when we share these kind of things with people, we're met with so much judgment. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely think that um, it's, it's a gift for me to be able to provide that for other people. Of, of course, like it's a gift for you, but what a gift for them as well to, to be so able nice. to well no but to just to even be able to be comfortable this is the whole thing like the, the western side of the world just just does not understand what this kind of thing no. is yet so to be able to get someone that understands both sides like that's like it's like a mini miracle <laughs> I know that sounds really cringe but it really is <laughs> thank you no it's it's actually And I think that I had a hard time kind of initially coming to terms with my own psychic abilities and talking to spirits and stuff like that because of how westernized um, like social work and therapy and stuff like that is because I was so set in that. And then um, the more I studied it, the more I was like, oh, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like them both together they just support each other in both sides of the story you know like if you were if you have your therapist hat on and then spirits come through and help you a little bit like 
perfect. But then yeah. if you're talking with a spirit or if someone's coming through with a message, like you can put your little therapist hat on to best <laughs> deliver that message. Like they both work together so well. It's, it's actually really cool. And one of the things, okay, so my, my biggest thing, and I actually hate this part of it being psychic. Okay. Mm. Um, I can, I can almost always tell you whether or not somebody's relationship is going to work out. Interesting. I, I, I almost always know right away. And, you know, ethically, I don't ever share that yes. with my friends or the people I care about because you, you know, you, you can manifest your own life. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's definitely interesting when the psychic side of me is like this relationship's not going to work out. So then I get to bring the therapist side of me in when my friends are communicating that they're having difficulties, and I can be like, "Here's how we can work on this." And here's <laughs> you know, it's it's a balance. It's a balance. I feel like right now I just want to put like a blanket over my head because I'm so nervous that you can tell if like my relationship's gonna work out or not. And I'm like, we're in such good place. Like I don't want to know. <laughs> And I would never tell you. I would never tell you. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, just, oh, I, I can't. I it's can't. okay. But like, is it with, because like for me, like psychic messages are stronger the more I know you. So yeah. does that matter for you as well? Or is it like you just get messages about anyone? Definitely stronger the more I know you. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I've, I get messages about people I don't know as, as well either. I'm like I'm so nervous (laughs) sorry I shouldn't have brought that up no no it's like so good to know because it's just like everyone's experiences are different like this is stuff I have no idea about so I'm just interested and like I was just gonna say I'm pretty good like in terms of somebody's relationship if they come to me and they say like, hey, do you think this is a good idea? I'll, I'll give a truthful answer. Like, I'll oh, say yeah. yes or no. But mm-hmm. if they're already in it and they're having problems and then they ask, that's when I'm going to be like, sorry, I can't tell you. Well, because there also has to come a point where some relationships are meant to happen and not meant to work out so that that person can learn their lesson, you know? So that's like, absolutely. Yeah. So like sometimes these things just have to run their course. But yeah. And the, and the therapist in me too is like, you, you do, you need to learn your lessons. You need to work on yourself. You need to right? like, I can't as a therapist or a psychic, I can't tell you what to do. So <laughs> can you see it about your own relationships? No. Okay. So ah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the only thing that I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew. So when I met my husband, my now husband, the day I met him, mm-hmm. uh, I went and hung out with my friend that night. And I said, I'm going to marry that man. I and this shivers. was like, like legit. And like, she will give me an alibi for this. Like I, she, she like I said that to her. I, I said, have the I'm, evidence right here. I brought the receipts. <laughs> I got receipts. <laughs> but yeah, I said, I am going to marry that man. And I did. I did marry that man. Um, that being said, I can't see the rest of the future. I don't know whether we stay together forever or not. So how long did it take for you guys to get married? Like how long did you know each other before that happened? We got married after three years. Okay, nice. Yeah, so, like, we still, we didn't, like, I wasn't, like, I'm going to marry him, and then, like, jumped right into Yeah, it. like, <laughs> off to Vegas. <laughs> let's go. I know we just met, but let's go. <laughs> I have something I want to say, but I don't want to, like, get halfway through it. So I might end this and then start a new one. Is that all good? Yeah, just email it to me. Thank you. <laughs> don't go anywhere. I'll be back in, like, a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
I have a question. And this is this isn't me asking you to like do some psychic work for me. This is just me like I'm I've been thinking about this for the last few weeks and I don't really know what to think about it. So I'm just like okay. hearing it to you. You don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But because okay. I had something similar. It wasn't that when I met my boyfriend that I knew I was gonna marry him. It was three weeks in and I remember it was, it sounds really strange, but it was like the first night that he stayed over and like we didn't sleep together. It was just, we were in bed and we we're cuddling and he was cuddling me and I just closed my eyes and I could see him in front of me wearing a tux or a suit or whatever and all these trees behind him and lanterns and stuff and I was like, okay, like I'm going to marry this person. And then... I, it like switched the vision or whatever you call it switched and I could see us or I felt us spooning each other in the same way as if we were like in our 80s so it was like I went from that moment to the next moment where it was just like okay we spend all this time together now I'm just like that's so confusing because if we spoon I get a really sore back I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do that when I'm like 80 but cool <laughs> Maybe I get a hip replacement. Um, but what's confusing for me, so that's just all you need to know. But like my own ideas and like what I understand about marriage don't actually matter to me as much anymore. Like now that our relationship has evolved over the seven years we've been together and like how we've been throughout my concussion has just solidified our future for both of us, like in our eyes. It's weird that I like receive that vision if that's what you call it but then we don't really care to get married like we know we're each other's forever people it's like what do you think about that <laughs> first of all I got like shivers when you were like talking about that yeah I was like this this, this feels good like that, that oh, feels good <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't a test by the way I just like <laughs> I just needed to talk about it with someone <laughs> no and honestly I think like when we have those visions or whatever you want to call them, a lot of the time they're not exact and they're mm. up for interpretation. Mm. So I think that what that vision was telling you is that this is your forever person, regardless of whether you get married or not. Like That's what it felt like to me when you were saying it. I was just thinking that just before you started talking, I was like, maybe that was the information I needed to get at that time to make me stick with that person. Cause like, I met him when I was in the mindset of like, I want to be single. I don't want to have any guy around. <laughs> so maybe that was like my higher self just being like, Lydia, you stick with that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was definitely a message from your, you know, whether your intuition or your spirit guides or whatever saying this is the right way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to that. Cause like, yeah. I don't know. I find that a lot of the time when I'm thinking about the stuff that happens to me, like I just think about it, think about it over and over in my head. And there's like, I don't know. I started the podcast. So I kind of talk about it on there, but you kind of need a bit of give and take sometimes. Like there's only so much you can tell without getting like feedback back, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when it comes to your own stuff, because your own psychic stuff is always like so blurry and mm. you just, you never know. It's like, you can, for other people, you're like, yeah, I've got this. Or like when you're talking spirits, you're like, yeah, this makes total sense. And then the second something happens for you or you get like a prediction about yourself, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm interested 
for you. I'm interested in what's going to happen when your friends find out this cool part about you. I'll be interested to see if they, like, treat you any differently or, like, if they come up to you and ask you for information and stuff. It'll just be interesting to, like, be you for those few weeks, you know? Yeah, I do wonder what it's going to be like. And, like, I just, before I said I know what people's relationships are going to end up like, I, I bet you people are going to ask me. Like, I've never told anyone that. A hundred percent. Like, I'm, like, I've never been into tarot because I'm like, I don't want to know the future. I know how much it can come into your mind and make you manifest stuff that might not even happen otherwise, you know? So, like, I've never been keen to think about the future. And then you just say that one thing and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know I know I'm honestly like I'm not the type of person who really cares to know my own future because I really take things day by day I kind of just go with the flow Mm. um but like if a spirit wants to share some stuff with me I'm not gonna complain (laughs) god no like it's quite fun um I have a question for you there were two things very interesting in terms of your open mic night you and I seem to have the same order of how we do stuff I'll typically meditate so that I'm like relaxed enough for messages to come through. Then I'll tap into my spirit guides. And then when that's done, I'll be like, if I'm like in the right headspace, I'll be like, okay, if anyone's there, you're allowed to come in. And I want to steal your mic night label. Like that's so cool. (laughs) I I do it the exact same way. Like I do my personal meditation, connect Mm. with my spirit guides, and then my open mic night. Feel free to call it that. It's not trademarked. (laughs) No, you trademark it. I'm just like... I can imagine myself at the end of my little talk with my spirit guides being like, okay, guys, mic night starting in three, two, one. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but like, what happened for you from the psychic you saw to the first time you sat down and like called in your spirit guides and talked to a spirit? Like, what happened in between there? Mm, it took a long time um, after I first spoke to the psychic. It took me probably over a year before I actually tried to connect with my own spirit guides. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually only started like talking to spirits this year um, because I was too scared. <laughs> um, but in that time, I think like after she told me that I was psychic, um, I started reading more. Like I started reading into like psychic and spiritual stuff, started doing some more research on it. Um, and then I just started practicing like meditating more, like just personal meditation and stuff like that, trying to clear my headspace. And, and then I just started trusting my intuition more, um, as somebody who like lives with anxiety, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between a a gut feeling and anxiety. Right. And so I started really paying attention to the difference and trying to just trust my intuition. Mm. And that's kind of when that that's, I would say that's when like the predictions started getting more intense and stuff like that. Um, again, a lot of the time it's like little things, but, um, yeah, they started getting more intense then. And then earlier on in the year, I, I started receiving like subtle messages through like feeling. Okay. And at that point I was like, okay, like I was getting told like just whatever, what was going to happen or that it was going to be okay. Like just reassuring messages. Mm -hmm. And then at that point I was like, all right, well, like maybe, Maybe I'll give it a try, connecting with my spirit guides. And it took me quite a while. Like I did a lot of different um, meditations. Like mm-hmm. I would like YouTube meditations to connect with your spirit guides. 
And I did a lot of different ones before I finally found one that worked for me. Mm -hmm. And, and then I had like a specific routine I had to do to be able to connect with them. Whereas now I can just kind of like stare off into space and like wait for a response. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about spirit guides much on the podcast at all. I genuinely forget about what I talk about. So I feel bad. (laughs) But, um, I'm curious I'm just curious to hear about the first time you spoke to your spirit guides and what that was like for you. Okay. So you know how you have your council of 12? Yeah. Yeah. I have four. Okay. Um, I Okay. So I have four that I know of and I have a spirit animal. What? Oh, cool. What's your animal? It's a cheetah. Cool. So what the- does that like represent? The cheetah. I think, I think I did look it up and it represents bravery and courageousness and like cunning and stuff like that. And you know, it's funny. I, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with cheetahs. Okay. Mm -hmm. When I was a little kid, I went through a phase, like maybe like a three year phase where everything was cheetah. I was researching them. I thought they were the coolest thing ever. And then for I don't know how many years I didn't even think of them. And then yeah. I went to meet my spirit guides and there was a cheetah there. And I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> but isn't that nice? It's like, oh, hey, you've been here this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, That's it was so, so cool. Nice. Okay. Okay. So first time I went to talk to my spirit guides, yeah. um, I did I did a protection meditation. So I like covered myself in white light. Mm-hmm. And I, do, I did similar to what you do, like only welcoming beings of the highest vibration and mm-hmm. stuff like that gotta protect myself we've gotta try (laughs) (laughs) gotta do the best we can (laughs) and then there was this bright white door Mm -hmm. with a bright white light around it okay and it was like calling to me so I went through the door and then inside was this just like gorgeous meadow like it was just lots of greenery and flowers and there was a river and the sun was beautiful I'm also indigenous so I have like really strong connection with the earth nice um so that made total sense when I got there Mm -hmm. and then there was this little room off to the side and it was just like there was another door you walked through and in the room there was this bench and on the bench were four beings and they all had a different aura Uh so there was an orange aura Uh uh-huh a white aura, a blue aura, and a black aura. Okay. And I, that was all I got. The first time I met them, I didn't get to see faces. I didn't get names. I got nothing. All I got was their auras. And I remember being like super scared of the black aura one. Like I remember being like this, something about this feels really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, who would this be? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my first time. We talked a little bit. Um, they kind of just just said they were really encouraging. They were just like, you're doing a really good job. Like keep up what you're doing. And then they gave me a gift in my little meditation. They gave me like a little glass slipper. Cute. Like Cinderella. I know. I I have no idea what that's supposed to represent. Like I have no clue, but they gave me a little glass slipper and I just like, okay, I'll take this with me. Thank you. Have you ever looked anything up like online, like dream dictionary to see what a glass slipper would symbolize? No, but I'm going to have to now. I want to right now. (laughs) I'm curious. Okay. I have so many questions. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that up until now. Cause I know like, it's tough to talk about, right? Because it's like... Yeah, I feel it's personal. It's so personal. And I feel like everyone's 
experiences have similarities, but there's things that are definitely different. So, yes. so your eyes were closed while this was happening. Yeah. So you're in that meditation. And then when you see everything and when you see the meadow, what is that like for you? Like, is it like you're in a dream or is it kind of like in your third eye or I, I, I feel like it's in my third eye. Yeah. And then also maybe that clear sentence coming through as well. Like, you know, you're there. Yeah. I feel it. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. I have a bench. So like when you talked about your bench, I was like, but I don't have a door. I just, I walk up seven steps and then it's like, whatever's there, like everything's white. And then whatever's there is like, they're going to help me. And sometimes the bench will just be empty. So I'll just like walk over and sit there and wait for someone to come along. That's so cool. That was just from Google though. Like I just Googled how to meet my spirit guides and it was like, visualize you're walking up seven steps and then visualize you walking down them afterwards to kind of like close it off and that's just worked ever since it's really cool that is really cool it's such a handy tool to have to be able to tune into them it really is and I didn't realize up until I started doing it how handy it is because like now I have like any type of problem and I just go talk to them about it it's almost like a cheat code for life it literally is and like I I believe that everybody has psychic abilities and they could like right like I I believe that if you put in the work you can get to that point and so to be at that point and to be able to just do that it it literally like it it feels like a cheat code I have someone really close to me that like never experienced anything psychic their entire life they'd meditated in the past but they just tried to I think talk to their spirit guides and it's just like ever since they've started having psychic experiences and it's just like really that, it's it's crazy to watch um yeah. and i'm just like hmm, you're going to be stronger than me like <laughs> like you're going to you're going to tell me what to do next <laughs> okay yeah. so sorry i was getting way off track so you have That's those okay. four auras do yeah. you have more clarification now of like who they are I do. Um, so I still haven't met all of them. I can tell you about the ones that I know. Okay. The blue aura, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Her, her name is Sarah. I don't know her personally. Maybe I know her from a past life or something. Mm-hmm. She's older. She's probably like 50. She's got grayish, whitish hair that's about to her shoulders. And she's always wearing a dress. Okay. She's my calm person. Like when I need someone to be like calm and logical, I go talk to Sarah. I have shivers because that's like blue. Blue is so calming. Mm. Yeah, I know, mm. right? Mm. Right? I know. Um, white. Mm-hmm. White aura, I'm just starting to be able to see now, so I'm still a little bit unsure. Um, I believe it's a man in about his 40s. He's a little bit heavier set, and he doesn't have facial hair. Mm-hmm. And that's all I know about him. I haven't really talked to him. Orange one, never met, know nothing about them. I was told by the other ones that I would meet them when I was ready. Nice. And then the and then the black one, which is my favorite. Oh, so plot I twist. Did, <laughs> I plot twist, guys. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> um. So earlier this year I lost somebody very close to me like much earlier this year that's okay it was really really hard at the time Mm -hmm. um anyway so 
after I'd spoken with my spirit guides a few times and I did another meditation to go and talk to them again. And all of a sudden the black aura was yellow. It wasn't black anymore, but it was the same being. Well, you just know, don't you? Like, you know, it's the same person. Yeah. Like you can feel it. Mm. And so they were facing away. Like we were in that little room and they were facing away. And I asked them, I was like, can you like, are you ready to show me who you are? And so it turned around, the being turned around and it was my uncle that had passed away earlier this year. Oh my gosh. It was, it was amazing. And you know what? They say that spirits take like six months at least to settle. And I would say he took about five because he was always that kind of person who like just got right into things. And so he turned around and it was him And I just like, I'm like heavily in my meditation and I just start bawling my eyes out. Like, I'm just like, tears are running down my face and I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so I asked him, I said like, why were you hiding yourself from me? And he said, because you weren't ready to talk to me yet, Britt. And um, yeah, I know. And it's, it's so good. I talk to him all the time now and he's, he's always so supportive and he's always the one who's encouraging me to try new things and to just the same thing he would do if he was still on this plane that is amazing it's incredible and again I totally at first gaslit myself into believing that it wasn't real I was like I'm making this up right yeah but like it's him it's him when he was younger too because he was um 52 I think and it's him when he was like 30 and I didn't know him when he was 30 so it's super cool to like get to see that side of him that that is just incredible you know yeah. like I'm so interested in the timing of things as well so had he passed before you'd started trying to connect to your spirit guides yes okay because I was like I I didn't know if like I was like I wonder if there was just like a space waiting for him and then like Maybe. he popped into it you know yeah oh that's such an interesting thought I hadn't thought about that I love how the grandma that passed away before I was born she's come through to me from when I was about 24 and the times that she comes through to me now always different ages it's so interesting well like I always feel like they come through at that age for a reason either it's so that we understand the message they're trying to send or like something else is going on behind the scenes but I'm interested to see why he chose that age for you you know yeah, it's very interesting. I, I have no idea because, again, I didn't know him back then, but yeah. But it's cool you get to hang out now. <laughs> it's it's literally so cool. It's so cool. And I know, I to anybody listening to this who knew Uncle Mark, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, I can talk to him, but you can't. <laughs> you, you should be jealous, guys. <laughs> Do you ever feel guilty that he's chosen you? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I, I'm quite close with one of his, uh, nephews and I've never told this friend of mine about my psychic abilities. Um, but I think all the time, like, why didn't you choose him? Like, why Mm. did you choose me? But then I think it's probably because I was receptive to it. Yeah, maybe. And maybe you never know how things play out. Maybe he needed to come through to you first and then by you experiencing this kind of stuff maybe that will open his mind up to it because it's someone close to him that he can trust that connection you know and then maybe he'll be able to 
talk to him himself. I don't know, I feel like there's always intricate ways as to why these things happen. Yeah, there's definitely more at play than we get to see. Yeah, and then like the second you get to understand it, something else happens and you're just in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, I'm just like, I'm a little bit mind blown. That is so cool. It's very cool. It was, and I like, I had such, such a hard time with his passing. Like I was, I was a wreck. Like it was really, really bad. Um, so for him to be there for me now is, it's just, it's, I'm so grateful. Has he ever addressed how you took his passing? No. Interesting. It was just the, when I asked him why he hadn't shown himself to me, he just said, you weren't ready. You were still grieving. So. Okay. So he knew, he knew. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> I'm like, are you here right now? Like, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, he, he just said hi. He said hi. Stop. <laughs> oh, that was so cute. That is so oh. precious. I love, okay, like I have full on shivers, like shivers everywhere. Okay. Oh no, you say his colour's yellow, don't you? Because like I see green around you. Oh really? Yeah. Because you know how I said at the beginning, I was like, I see your aura, it's pink. It's been like, yeah. it's been like flipping between pink and green. So like, really? yeah, but there's like green around like the books and stuff right now. Oh, that's cool. What does green mean? I don't even know. Green's like healing, which makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. And your screen just went completely green for me. It's, um, that's like crazy. A lot of healers and therapists and counselors and nurses would have a green or like also people very in tune with the earth so that makes a lot of sense for you I um I don't see auras as strongly as you I definitely see them I can see yours right now I see white and blue interesting okay yeah (laughs) yeah I don't I don't get to see them all the time I feel like it's usually when I have like a psychic connection or something like that with someone is when I get to see them but I like the whole time like you started out as like just white Mm -hmm. and then like blue blue's been added on wow it's like it's so interesting when other people can see things about you and you can't. Like, it I know. blows my mind. It's, it's wild. It's wild. And, like, the thing is, like, with auras, too, is, like, they change all the time. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know, because there's, there's this person that talks about auras on a podcast. Her name's Mystic Michaela. Like, she's very, she's, like, very renowned in the celebrity world for talking about auras. And she kind of talks about auras as if they're fixed and I'm just like but no I swear mine changes like every day it's a different color so I don't know it it always confuses me a little bit I know I don't understand it do you want to hear okay do you want to hear a story about an aura please (laughs) okay so uh it's kind of a long story oh I've got time (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so um I was doing my like open mic night Mm -hmm. and uh, about a one-year-old. I feel like I get a lot of really young children. I Um, do too. Okay. I I think maybe it's like associated with like a certain type of energy or something. Like they feel safe coming to you. Maybe. Sorry. I want you to keep going with the story, but yeah, it's something Um, I definitely question. I'm just like, why is it always the children? And I feel like you is like, I don't have children, but I'm a, I am a mom. I am Same. 100% a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a mom without kids at the moment. Yeah. Me too. 100%. Yeah. And like I, the amount of people I have in my life that call me mom, like. 
oh, I have shivers again, but I don't know why. Anyway, let's keep going. We both see lots of kids. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, little girl about one comes through, mm-hmm. and she's got a blue aura, and she comes through, and she was like, hi, Auntie Britt. And I was like, hi, who are you? And she told me her name. It starts with A. I think it was either Angelia or Angelina. Mm -hmm. And she said, I want you to give a message to my mommy. And I said, okay, who's your mommy? And she said, my mommy's name is Jess. And I have a sister-in-law named Jess and a friend named Jess. And so I said, which Jess? And she goes, my mommy, your sister-in-law. And I said, okay, what do you want me to tell her? She said, I want you to tell her that everything's going to be okay and that I'm there with her. And she, she was so cute. She looked, she looked like her dad. She looked like her dad. Um, She had like blonde hair and she was, she skipped away like she physically like skipped away she didn't walk away like she was so happy she did like a little skip and so after that I texted my sister-in-law and I was like how long has it been since your miscarriage Mm -hmm. and it had been about exactly a year and so I shared this with her and I've never told her about me being psychic before or anything. And so that this one made me cry. I like, I bought my, I I don't know if you can say that I'm crying a lot. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sorry. No, it's just, um, it's an extremely powerful thing to experience. Uh, absolutely and and when I told Jess she said she said I wonder about her all the time she said this was healing for me and then she said does she have any messages for me and I said she wants you to know that when you see blue it means she's looking out for you and then she goes my daughter's favorite color is blue and I was like that means she's with you all the time (laughs) all the time I was in tears. I was like, I can't handle this. I but like, I got to talk to my little niece. I was yeah. so happy. The fact that she's happy too. Like, it's not just like she's yes. there saying hi, Auntie Britt. It's like she's skipping away. She's letting you know she's okay. She's safe. Yeah. She's happy. She's still yeah. there. Yeah, it was incredible. It was that was definitely the coolest. I think the most meaningful experience I've had, and uh, I was really grateful I got to share it with Jess. That is amazing. Amazing for all of you involved, you know. How much did you cry when it happened? Oh my god, so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it took me like a solid full day to recover from that one. <laughs> it's so hard, like, because I just wonder... It's so hard when things like that happen, you know. I'm just thinking, like, I've had a few experiences of little babies coming through with messages, then I doubt those afterwards. And it's just like, I don't want to doubt them. Like, I don't want to doubt them. But it's just so hard. It is. And I doubt myself all the time. Like, I, I'm i a skeptic. Like, mm. I'm, a, I'm a skeptic psychic, for mm. sure. And I I always think, like, oh, like, that couldn't have been real. That couldn't have happened. And then I'm like, well, I can't, like, I can't make that shit up. Like, I, my head's not creating that. Not at all. I had a question written down being like, what's that one experience that you kind of bring yourself back to that stands out 
among others. And I'm just like, I don't even need to ask you. Like, you just did. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk to you for so long. I know, you're so easy to talk to. So are you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I have to be, I get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> That's so crazy that it's your job in waking life and then like when spirits come through as well, you're doing it 24 hours a day. It's it's a little bit exhausting at times, I'm not going to lie. How do you recharge from that kind of thing? I mean, I have different things I do. I'm really good with my, my self-care. So like I like to spend time with, my dogs or like I'll I don't want to say I like take energy from other people but like I'll spend time with like my husband or my girlfriend because they recharge my energy Uh, I meditate like Mm. if I'm feeling a lot like I'm really good at just kind of getting into a place of like okay everything's good I like to read because then you can just kind of escape and not have to think about all the other stuff yeah Mm. lots of lots of self-care I love all that stuff. What are your dogs called? I can't believe I didn't know you had dogs. <laughs> so I have a St. Bernard named Diesel. I love St. Bernard's. Me too. They're and massive. I have a great Dane named Della. Stop. They're great, huge. Great Danes are my little like hi from my granddad because he had one growing up. Oh my God, really? Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. Oh, I have to show her to you now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Maybe your granddad is saying hi with my doggy. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> That's so cute. Okay, hold on. I have I have to find her. I don't know part of the house. She's like, like She's cuddling right now, but I'll show you. Oh, stop. Can you see? No. It's, it's just, kind of dark. Oh, I can dark. see her though. Hello. Oh, what this a cutie. Is, hi, Della. She says hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going to turn a light on. Hold on. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, there you are. Hello. There's Della. She's like, who's that person with the weird accent? She's like, we don't, we don't talk like that over here. <laughs> oh, thank you for showing her to me. I, well, after you said that was your message from your granddad, like. <laughs> you felt compelled. I, I had to, yeah. Well, thank you. That's so nice. It's like. We've both gotten to, like, kind of connect to family throughout this. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yes. Is there any experience that you want to share that you feel like you haven't had the opportunity to? No, I feel I feel like I've gotten to share a lot. I can tell you if you want, like, a little bit about some of the weird things I predict. Please. I'm so interested. Okay, okay so <laughs> I was out... Here's a really dumb one, okay? They're the best ones. I love the psychic stuff that's just like, I have no use for this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm out with my girlfriend for lunch the other day. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, we're just going to be a few minutes, go wait outside. We were like, okay. So we went and we waited outside. And I have no idea how long we were standing there talking. And I just went, okay, it's time to go get the food now. And we walked in. And as we walked in, they were walking towards us with the food. (laughs) She was like, how did you time that so well? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm psychic. <laughs> so that's like, that's like one just really pointless one. Love it. Um, there was, there was one time I had a really, really close friend and we were on like a friend break. Like we hadn't spoken for a while. Mm-hmm. And then my husband and I were out hiking a trail that we have never, ever hiked before. Mm-hmm. And I go, we're going to see my friend's dog today. Not my friend, my friend's dog. dog. Yeah. And um, 
sure enough, as we finished our hike, we were pulling out of the parking lot. I saw the dog pulling into the parking lot. Like, Just driving the car? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was driving the car. <laughs> Sorry, my humor is so poor. <laughs> no, that was funny. <laughs> was she with someone close to your friend at the time? or? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was really sweet. And I had really missed her. So I was really happy to get to just see her briefly like that too. You missed her. I wonder if you kind of concocted that meeting happening. Do you ever wonder that? Right. Like, did I manifest it? Well, yeah. (laughs) Like I, sometimes I wonder if that can actually happen. I know. I know. I know. I need to research manifesting more. I really do. It's like, do you manifest much? My spirit guides are just teaching me how. Okay. Okay. But I'm having like, like some of it sure it comes true but otherwise I find it kind of hard because like I'm one of those people that is like expect the worst you know like I just I mean I'm an anxious person I I prepare for all outcomes and then like really prepare for the worst outcomes so to change that whole way of thinking and just to just believe that something's happening for you like I'm struggling right now with self-doubt about that like what if it yeah. doesn't happen? Because I don't want to get attached to something and then get let down, you know? Yes, I totally understand that. I'm the type of person who also um, prepares for the worst. The therapist in me really wants to talk with you about that, but I won't get into that. I was <laughs> sensing that. I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> she's going to sense the daddy issues. <laughs> oh, I've got them too, don't you worry. <laughs> All the best have. <laughs> All the best do. Honestly, like talking to you has been such a delight. I so hope you've had fun because that was I, like, I have. oh, I'm glad. That's all I wanted out of this. Yeah, it's just been the biggest blessing to be able to chat. I just want to thank you, like, from the bottom of my heart. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. And also, I see pink in your aura now too. <laughs> Stop, Do you know How cute it is that you see that as I'm saying, like, from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, I can. I, you're sharing the love. I can feel it. Cute. Well, I'm not. I'm not meaning to. It's just happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for like doing it, anyways. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. I like don't want this to end because I just want to keep talking to you. I you'll you'll have to DM me on Instagram. Oh, hundred percent. Let's stop it there on a good note. Okay, thank you so much. Like, I feel like the listeners are gonna have a hoot listening to you and your experiences. <laughs> They're gonna be like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'll have a question box up on the Instagram stories at Psychicish Podcast tomorrow that anyone that has any questions for Brett or wants to share any experiences that they may have had that are similar or if you just have any theories about anything that we've talked about today but for now go out hype up your kids on some sugar and (laughs) then you'll really need luck to get to sleep tonight for you don't forget to share the podcast with someone you think you might enjoy it only if you like it too though like don't go sending podcast you don't like to people that you do like because they might stop liking you as much you know and I don't want that for you (laughs) okay I will see you next Wednesday bye bye